broadcasting from an airlock at Podfleet Command. This is Politrex. The Time Directive, the Declaration of Human Rights, the United Federation of Planets, the United Nations, the World War II, the Dominion Federation War, the Art of War, the Teachings of Sirach, Jesus Christ. Welcome to this very special announcement episode of Politrex. Thank you very much, everyone, for waiting as we went on a small hiatus as we got ourselves figured out. My name is Barry DeFord, and with me is the often imitated, never replicated, Mr. Shashank Avaru. How are you doing, Mr. Shashank? I am good. Namaste, homo sapiens. These walls seem so much smaller. It's just been so long since we've been back here. I like that. That was way too much dramatism. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> I was worried you're going to start telling me that you only see four lights. Yeah, uh, I almost went there. But we have uh, things that are much more important than my uh, there are four lights impression. So uh, we I'm happy to be back do. uh, doing this with you, my friend. Yeah, so in this uh, short informative segment we have, we, we just want to say that uh, we, we thank all of our listeners. In fact, uh, we've actually gained in followers and listeners since our announcement of going on a hiatus after leaving the Tricorder Transmissions podcast network. And uh, we've been working our way through all of the bits and bobs it takes to uh, strike out on one's own. And we found ourselves in a wonderful situation where we have decided that it is time to to find ourselves a new home. So Shashank, what home did we find ourselves in? So uh, we, you're right, we, we tried and let's not, there is no reason to be glorious or elegant about it. We failed spectacularly. And we, we realized there, uh, that, you know, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, we went to one network, we thought, you know, if we can, if we can make it here, that's, that's the ideal, that's the dream. It's like uh, the, if, if we could make it there, we, we could be there and that would be home. Uh, but that didn't happen. And uh, we ended up where we ended up. And two years later, we, we thought, hey, what the hell? We'll, we'll ask again now that we are in this position and see if uh, they'll consider us. Uh, and I don't know how it happened. I don't know why or how or just what happened in this universe to converge and bring this into reality, but we are uh, now Polytrex officially a part of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. So it is my pleasure to introduce the illustrious Mr. Bill Smith and Mr. Dan Davidson onto Polytrex. Welcome, gentlemen, to Polytrex. How do you do? Thank, thank you so much for having us. It is a joy and an honor and a privilege to be here with the newest podcast on the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. I'm just excited to be on Politrex. <laughs> I, it hasn't happened yet. So here I am. Very happy uh, to be here. And guys, honestly, very happy to be welcoming you guys to the network. We have loved Politrex from the first episode. And even more importantly, we've loved you guys since you even before you started Politrex. So to have you guys have a successful show and now have you on the network that uh, that Bill brainstormed and came up with and that we are um, are are building out now. We're we're just so, so excited. So welcome. So the big question now is you've mentioned, Bill, many times that you're a part of Podfleet Command. And my question to you gentlemen is, 
what class is the Polytrex ship in Pol- Podfleet Command? Wow, that's um, that's a really good question. I, I I haven't asked Dan what he thinks, but I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say that you guys are the TMP Refit Enterprise, um, upgraded. Um, you've made it through your original mission. You're now going on to you know bigger and and hopefully newer, strange new worlds and, and new civilizations, and um, but you know you get a bit of a, a tech refresh. So I'm going to say the, uh, the the TMP Enterprise, Dan. I'll go out on a real weird tangent because you know that's what I do over at Trek Geeks. You're kind of like the planet killer <laughs> because you guys are killing it. Ba boom boom. This is what you can expect now that you're part of the network. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, we're uh, going to bring the the IQ level of Politrex way down. Those puns are I'm worthy of throw that out there. That, those, <laughs> yeah. those are, those are Politrex worthy yeah. puns. <laughs> oh, I wow! I, I mean, TMP refit. That's that's, that's pretty praise. awesome. I, I, I don't know where to go with that. Just wow! I uh, I, I I was going to go with maybe a Romulan warbird from TNG because just when you think you know everything about you guys, boom, you disappear and you come back even better than before. Another pun when you kind of think yeah. about it. Wow, Davidson yeah. really bringing yeah. it today. Wow, it, there you go. Hey, we're not doing our own show, so I might as well, you know, succeed yeah. somewhere. You may as well try. <laughs> Bring up the gold. <laughs> all uh, listeners, all that you're listening to, all the wonderful content, is stuff that was rejected when they were working on their <laughs> Trek Geek episodes. And they said, That's true. That's absolutely here. true. Yeah. No, make, it's no, uh, it's no, it's no secret to to the listeners of Politrex that there is a very similar format to to Politrex, right? We do a a new segment, a main topic. Mm-hmm. We intersperse with music in the middle. Uh, a lot of my my starting out on podcast podcasting definitely came from from help from Bill and Dan. And if, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be podcasting. So to be able to be a part of this network and everything is is really kind of a, a a Hegelian actualization. We would we would say in the world of Politrex that I've uh, I've sort of crossed a, a threshold, and it means quite a bit to me. And uh, I am sort of a, a bit of a a bit of a fanboy on this one to some degree. And uh, it's just wonderful that uh, these two gentlemen who I used to put in an enamel cup on my phone and walk around my house because enamel cups really amplify the sound of a podcast really well. Yeah. Um, just that 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 now um, I'm I'm inexorably linked to them so that when uh when when i turn into some kind of crazy alex jones like star trek fan in the end um they'll be they'll be there to cover their faces and bemoan the day they put me on their network <laughs> we're just excited that the auditory bouillabaisse that was in that enamel cup led you to something even better than than trek geeks because um you guys you guys bring a level of discourse that is rare in Star Trek podcasting, honestly. Um, you guys uh, approach things from a, a, a much <laughs> a much more you know intriguing and smarter level than two idiots in New Hampshire talking on a microphone with your face jokes. Um, <laughs> but you, you take what occurs in this universe that we love so much and you apply it to real-world constructs like politics, like society, like religion, like these things that are in our everyday lives. And it it causes us to see both of these things in a, in a new and different way. And I think that's, there is in, in, incredible value there. Um, so we are, we're excited. We're proud to have you guys aboard um, as the newest uh, podcast on the Trek Geeks Network. And um, uh, well, uh, you guys have a deadline coming up, so you best get to recording. <laughs> 
Yeah, we do. That, Sorry, that, boss. <laughs> the network, Bill. Thank you. This is the honor of a lifetime. I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. Well, I do know where we we'll go as a network and as a show. But mentally, I don't know if I'm going to pass out here in a year and a bit after after we record this. But while I'm still awake, I will tell you that this is an incredible privilege and the honor of a lifetime. And I will do my best to not screw it up, but no promises. <laughs> I got. I got. I got to say that um, I'm. Math is hard, and English for me, hard. English for me is harder. Um, okay, so when Barry was talking, he said Hegelian, and when Bill was talking, he said Bouliabes, and I have no idea what either one of those words mean. So I'm just gonna go away. <laughs> it's a very Brobdingnagian uh, vocabulary that we're using. Wow. I don't. Wow. I'm, I'm hurting right now. See, now, you know, Barry, he has no idea you could be making those. Words no, that's from Gulliver's Travels, uh, uh, a novel written yeah. by Jonathan Swift about the. I'm going to shut. Yeah, but Dan has no idea. I mean, he was going to leave this conversation going, "Wow, Barry makes up better words than I do for Trek geeks," and I was going to go, "Yeah, we yeah, we, lo- totally. we lost Dan at book." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you must stand it high. <laughs> so w- before we go, I, I do actually also want to sort of tease our, our listeners a little bit because I've been I've been poking at them, telling them about all the research I've been doing about the co- collaboration episode that actually predates all of this, mm-hmm. uh, the, the 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 move and the merger and everything. Uh, the the question that we are asking everyone right now is: Is humankind actually ready for aliens? Now that's a question that I'm going to leave to be answered next time. But right now, I want to go quickly around the room here and just ask everyone real quick with a slight explanation, what do you think? Do aliens exist in the universe? And what do you think the chances are that they are visiting us? Uh, I guess I'll start. Um, Yes, and absolutely yes. Um, I think it's pretty arrogant, um, as as Spock would say when he's talking about the whales. The sounds, it's pretty arrogant to say that the sounds are just meant for man. I think it's pretty arrogant to say that humans are the only kind of intelligent life form uh, in space or in, in the galaxy. So I absolutely think there are aliens there, and I do think that in some fashion they are visiting us. Um, I don't know if it's with uh, duck blinds and and cloaking technology, but uh, there's a lot of unexpected things that happen in the world. And and for someone to say there's no possible way that it could be some other form of life uh, that's checking us out, I think is kind of um, ridiculous. So, yeah, that's my take on it. I'm going to say that I've gone back and forth on this a couple of times over the years. I, I do think there is some sort of other life in the universe, um, whether or not it is interested in this backward um, messed up, um, horrible little planet. I, I, I don't really know yet. I think that um, pr- maybe we do things as a society or as a, a human race that are such an anathema to these other um, life forms that they go, yeah, steer clear of that place because that place is a mess. Uh, the, defi- the, the, the definition of life has changed over time. Like just within the last 200 years, the things we know about life and the nuances of an organism have changed. So I think it's really arrogant and selfish as human beings to think we are the only people in an endless universe. Uh, but I do think there is there is no chance aliens are going to visit us anytime soon because they've developed sophisticated communication equipment and they know who our leaders are. And <laughs> like you not going to a restaurant when the lights are out because you just can't go. It's like they know there are no lights on Earth right now. They're, it's all lights out and we're in a blackout. So they're waiting it out, hoping we'll we'll find a way to restore power. So that is a fantastic <laughs> analogy, man. 
It really is. That that's that is fantastic. Well, all I have to say, gentlemen, is the amount of genetic difference between us and our nearest uh, evolutionary neighbors, the bonobo and the chimp, is so vastly small. It's almost hard to tell. And yet, if a human was to look at a chimp, they would know both the difference in animal and in species and in intelligence levels. And then chimps are no slouches. They can pick termite termites out of mounds with sticks uh they have sophisticated communication they have friendships they care for their young they solve problems so unlike dan these animals are very smart and uh, and and quite uh, quite quite sophisticated in their abilities and their technologies wait, Dude, wait i was just thinking <laughs> the network like you just I, came on. You better watch it. <laughs> I was I was just going to say, wait, are we the chimps in this analogy? No, but it's Dan, which is perfect. Uh, well, I've gotten a bill yet. Uh, no. <laughs> but all I have to say is intelligence level, intelligence wise, if that much of a small variation in a genetic code can can cause one group of great apes to remain in the rainforest and and eat food and just you know create small social groups and subsist for the last few hundred thousand years and the other great ape group great ape group finds themselves going to the moon sending robots to mars and elect, electing complete and total idiots um I wonder just how much even even more of a slightly different genetic variation would happen with a, a larger group. All I can say is, is if they elect idiots like we do, we hope they don't show up. And if uh, if it's the other way around, maybe they can give us some advice. I, I like it. And we have plenty of idiots here on this recording and me and Dan. So um, <laughs> I got to think that we're at least got a 50-50 uh, Point of order, we are all idiots. I just... I- <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah barrage of literally idiots. reading off a Wikipedia page. That's all he's doing. <laughs> it's t- more than I can do. Took you twenty five episodes, <laughs> but you finally figured it out. Yeah, but it's it's in Canadian, yeah. so I mean, it sounds better. Yeah, the the you know aliens and the moose are up in the sky, and if you look real carefully, you can you can see uh, you can see my house. It's You're darn tootin'. Darn tootin' there, buddy guy. Now that we've got uh, Barry's Canadian accent out, that, I think that's an, that's a good way to end this episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but before we go, I, I want to say thank you to the Tricorder Transmissions for giving us a home and letting us start out and find our footing and bring us to where we are. And I believe people can listen to our backlog right now on the Trek Geeks website, right? Absolutely. That is correct. Uh, so with that, live long and prosper. And onward to Star Society. Star Society.